Welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Hello, and welcome to the HR Chat Podcast. I'm Pauline James, founder and CEO of Anchor HR, and it's my pleasure to be your pod host today, along with David Krillman, CEO of Krillman Research. We're partnering with the HR Chat Podcast on a series to help HR professionals and leaders navigate AI's impact on organizations, jobs, and people. There's lots of exciting news and discussions on the applications of AI, What we hear even more often in our day-to-day conversations with HR pros are questions about how do we get started? What are others doing? And what we hear is a real focus on ensuring that the organization is moving forward at pace in an effective way, but also doing so responsibly. In this episode, we focus on how HR execs and pros can begin to enable and support the organization implement AI effectively. David, in speaking with HR pros, what have you seen? What are you hearing? Well, with respect to generative AI, and in particular, ChatGPT, I've mainly heard about individual experimentation. So some individual will be using it to help write a letter. Somebody else will be using it for editing. Somebody might be using the image generation features to create some images for PowerPoint. The crucial thing here is that it's at an individual rather than a departmental level, And while people are getting value out of it, they see it as much as experimentation as opposed to something operational. What have you seen, Pauline? Very similar. In addition, I'll note where I'm hearing of organizations, HR pros embedding the technology is often in regards to using chatbots to support employee inquiries and also for screening resumes as being too common applications that I'm hearing of. Okay, well, let's speak directly to some HR pros about how they're getting started. Who's our first interviewee? First, I want to speak with John Bergdahl, Senior Global Talent Operations Director at Essence from the UK. John, can you introduce yourself? Sure. My name's John Bergdahl. I head up the Global Talent Operations function at Essence Mediacom, which is a big digital advertising company. So my role is responsible for a lot of the HR cycle of people that work here from when they start to when they leave and everything in between. So tell me, you've now actually begun to use ChatGPT as a tool in your everyday work. Maybe tell me what you use it for. So my day-to-day role is very much systems heavy. So we have an HRIS, we have an ATS. Things are very systemic. And actually, one of the tools and programs I use is Microsoft Power BI to do a lot of the kind of data analysis, number crunching, forecasting analysis. Every, quite often, actually, I run into kind of roadblocks with Power BI because it's a very powerful tool, no pun intended. And in order to kind of get my way through and to find the answer, find what I need from the tool, what I used to do was kind of try and Google the answer and you spend 20, 25 minutes trying to find the right blog with the answer on it. But actually what I've found increasingly is if you put the question about the specific thing in Power BI you're struggling with, put that question into chat GPT, it will give you a very systemic answer how to find what you're looking for, which I found very helpful. And how often do you use it? Probably two or three times a week. 
and that probably saves me i'd say about half an hour a week which when you kind of multiply that across the year is a big significant time saving and do you find that it makes your life easier in some way over and above the savings of time very much so yeah as i alluded to in my first answer i think with for chat gbt with technical answers you've got to obviously have reliability radar on full alert in terms of who is telling me this information where is it credible source notwithstanding that it just saves a lot of time in terms of easily aggregates the answers otherwise the answer could be somewhere hidden on a blog somewhere where on the sick kind of search page in google but what i find with chat gbt for technical answers it kind of aggregates things up well puts them into paragraphs gives you kind of logical steps in order to how to get from A to T. Are there anything about ChatGPT that you're finding disappointing using it for this kind of technical support? Yeah, good question. I only use the free version, as I'm sure the overwhelming majority of users do. It doesn't give you the kind of reliability of the information you're getting, but you, I guess you've got to use your discernment. And if it's a technical process you're going through and getting the answer for, it's very easy to see if an answer is nonsense or not. And more often than not, ChatGPT does actually give me the answer I'm looking for, which is great. Thanks, John. Pauline, can you tee up our next guest? Yes. Rachel Wong is currently the Vice President, Total Rewards and HR Technology at Simcor Inc. Over the past 18 years, she has held various positions, primarily in Total Rewards, across a number of industries. Rachel, thank you for joining us. AI has been a significant and important topic within HR as of late, and I'm interested in hearing where your organization is at in leveraging its capabilities. Yes, at this stage, we obviously we are babies, we're learning. We actually took our first step to use AI in our recruitment module. So AI has helped us in filtering our candidates and then providing a score based on relevancy to a job posting. This is a very initial stage. We're still testing up because in the recruiting team and even myself, we see the system is learning on a posting structure. But also, I think it takes time to build that the algorithm behind the scene. But we took the first step um, and we learned a lot. And it did help our TA team save a lot of time in really reading through all the resumes. So I do think that's a great first step. But at the same time, we have been trying to be open mind on what else we can do. We do see the potential of AI maybe being our customer service agents to answer some of the commonly asked questions from employees, or they can help us in drafting some of the initial communications. So basically right now, we're still exploring, but we are keeping a very open mind on how AI can help us. Thank you. What advice would you have for HR professionals who are beginning their journey with AI? I think not just AI, but any HR technology will help complement all the programs that we have. I can give one example where back in the early days, for example, every company have year end where we need to prepare for our merits, our bonus and so on. It used to be Excel spreadsheet days. And as you can imagine, Excel, it's great, but it's also prone to a lot of errors. But then once we bring in the HR technology in, it not only helped clean the data, it helped give the user experience like a much better, smoother user experience, more confidence, but also on the HR side, let's work on our end once we set everything up. And I think same thing with AI. We need to be open mind, but also need to keep our eyes, our ears open on what's out there. Because I believe status quo is never enough, no matter if you're HR or not, it's never enough. So really, 
go out, try and just learn along the way. That's how I'm still learning new stuff every single day. Thank you so much, Rachel. Really grateful for your time. David, do you want to introduce our final guest, Vimal Sharma? I'm happy to. Vimal is an experienced HR executive and the VP of HR for WIS International, which is a global uh, company specializing in inventory management. Vimal, how is your organization preparing to effectively leverage advances in AI technology? So a few months ago, we implemented an AI task force at the enterprise level sponsored by our CEO. Now, this task force includes team members uh, from various functions across the organization. And since this is, you know, new and ever evolving, we've really taken the past months to educate ourselves. And uh, we've also had some live sessions with a few of the notable vendors. Internally, we've continued to meet regularly and really try to understand what the impact of AI will be for our industry. And then also more specifically, what does this mean for our business? We're also assessing what initiatives we can implement across the organization, uh, where we can really test and learn from them, as well as add value for our clients, customers, and our employees. And then more specifically, within talent acquisition, we recently implemented the virtual assistant on two of our career sites in the U.S. in order to improve the candidate experience. So a candidate can really engage with a chatbot 24-7 in order to look for open positions within their area, efficiently really apply for any positions that they're really interested in, and also ask questions and get instant responses to those questions like, what are the benefits that the company offers? And we are now preparing to launch the virtual assistant on our Canadian career site in the next few weeks. So as we are starting this journey, we really value small initiatives that we can learn from, then refine our approach, but in doing all that, still continuing to keep moving forward and keep making progress. Bimal, how are you supporting employees and adapting to this new technology? So we must think through how we support our employees. And so effective change management will be key. Some of the benefits of AI will include creating capacity so we can complete those value-add activities, improving process efficiencies, and also to an extent, improving employee job satisfaction by eliminating those repetitive tasks. Now, we don't have all the answers, but uh, what I would say is we need to be open to change. We need to communicate often and openly and transparently with our teams through the process and also create those opportunities and provide the support to our team members to develop new skills, to learn new skills, so they can leverage these efficiencies and advancements and really be a part of the journey. What advice do you have for HR professionals? So there are important risks to navigate. And as HR leaders, we need to be responsible to understand those concerns. Um, what we have learned in our conversations is to start small, to start with those low-risk initiatives, but set those standards and best practices for the responsible use of AI. 
to be competitive, organizations will need to continue to learn, to explore, and to adapt. What we can't do is sit back. We need to understand how AI will apply to our organizations and start wherever you're at. Learn to crawl before you can walk, uh, but keep making progress and keep moving forward. What that means for us is we continue to educate ourselves. We're focused on identifying and implementing these pilot initiatives um, within uh, the business and learning from them and learning from those experiences. So as we hear, we can expect significant shifts in the next um, 24 to 36 months, including the legislation around use of AI. So it's important that we be prepared in order to support our organizations and our people. Thank you for your time and insights, Vimal. So David, what struck you listening to these HR executives and how they're leveraging this new technology and supporting their organizations and adapting? Well, I was really taken with the help that John was getting with his programming tasks. And that's something I've heard from other people as well. So if you've got some skill already at using Power BI or Python or even just Excel, uh, I think a lot of people have found that ChatGPT can be a wonderful assistant, uh, help them do things that are more difficult than they would have tackled before, or maybe just do things faster. I've heard people say this increase in speed can be quite significant. Some people say it allows them to be 50% faster than they were before. And, and as I said, take on challenging tasks that they wouldn't have attempted on their own without ChatGPT as their friend and uh, colleague in, in writing the code. So I, I think if there is a clear takeaway, uh, it would be that we should empower anyone doing that kind of programming or automation by, you know, give them time to experiment with ChatGPT. What about you, Pauline? What did you take away from our discussions? Well, there was one striking commonality between what we heard from Rachel and Vimmel, which was that they are experimenting, but it is still early days. So if you're an HR leader and you feel that you haven't got that many applications of AI up and running well, you are absolutely in good company. However, if you aren't at least at the experimenting stage and trying out some of these applications, then I would suggest that you are behind. I would expect to see very significant progress in 2024, both in terms of what HR departments are doing on their own and in terms of what they can get from vendors. I think that's a great observation, and I, I really enjoy listening to these HR leaders. So tell me, Pauline, what do we have coming up next week? Next week is the last in this series. So we'll have something special planned. We'll be reviewing the six episodes we've done and creating a best of podcast. We'll also be adding some of our own commentary about what caught our attention. Okay, that's great. I'll look forward to next week. Uh, it should be an interesting one. So I uh, wish everyone well and keep learning. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.